Welcome to the Addiction Connection. We like to believe the opposite of addiction is actually connection, and we are going to attempt to educate you and possibly even entertain you while we navigate all topics addiction. Hi, I'm Dr. Kirk Devine. And I'm Dr. Heather Bell, and we both provide primary care and addiction services. It's our goal to help you learn more about the disease of addiction and its treatments. Well, we're back already. We're Look at actually that. we're on time. Yeah, we're actually gonna get this off on the right day. Because we haven't left our seats since last week. So. I kind of feel like a <laughs> like a Batman episode where we have to review what we did last week. Last Even though week, we literally just finished talking. <laughs> Batman was being chased by the Joker. No, so last week we talked a little bit about the adulterants and some of the different ways we can test people. Urine, saliva, hair follicle, blood. This week, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the other things people will do to their urine. We could do like a final Jeopardy question, though, quickly. We don't have a do-do-do-do thing on here, oh. but the number two, one and two things people use to fake a urine or to Disrupt adulterate. It. Yeah, to adulterate, which... Yeah. Salt water and drain them. Salt water and drain them. didn't listen to it, but today, again... This yeah. is episode 65, Urine Drug Screens Part 2, Substitutions, Dilutions, and Cleaners. cleaners. <laughs> and things you ingest. There you go. So today, substitutions, and again, substitutions is kind of an interesting group because sometimes it involves specialty equipment. I love this. Unwitnessed urine collection switcheroos. Switch, like that switcheroo. Uh, because sometimes what you're looking at is really not their urine. Oh my gosh, so I, I still love the fact that Katie looked some of this up and went to confession every day. Yeah. <laughs> so the Wizenator touch. Yeah, let's face it. That came, I think all Minnesotans learned about that during the heyday of the Vikings. And one of the Vikings was using a Wizenator. Although I just saw something on uh, the boxer. Mike Tyson apparently used a Wizenator too. I did not know anything about a Viking player using a Wizenator. Oh yeah, yeah, it was in the news. Yeah, when? 1975? <laughs> it was a while ago. Anyway, so this is a penis prosthetic with a vinyl pouch. Fancy. There's heating pads, a 60 mil syringe, and instructions. Yeah, I think the heating pad is key because you got to keep the temperature right. And really, everything I read said these are lifelike. You know, I mean, people, unless you really get up close and personal, you're, you're going to have trouble telling. Um, and then there's one called the Wizard, W-H-I-Z-Z-A-R-D versus yeah. the Wizenator. Yeah, now this is kind of a full kit as well with that prosthetic penis. And it, here's its selling point. It's easily operated with one hand. So you can give that fake urine or somebody else's urine without even breaking a sweat. You got one hand. Another one you can like be gesturing and throwing people's oh my gosh. vision. Yeah, but out. what we're still missing here is these are both penis things. Yeah, there's no female. Well, the whiz kit, the whiz kit. Oh, it's used for unisex. Yes. Okay, the non-binary. So there's no penis prosthesis in this, um, but it, and and this one has a selling point. It actually has a temperature strip switch. Excuse me, did I say switch? You said switch, but you meant strip. Strip. So you can t make sure that your urine is the correct temperature just in case people are measuring it. And there's quite a few other kits. Oh, these are fun. The Little Whiz Kit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a comment, but I will not say it. Y'all can read my mind. The Clean Kit. Yeah. The Golden Flask. And 
the golden shower, not to be confused with any other Anything things. Else. You may have known yeah. about that. And I think that, uh, you know, that these are all things that were easily found on the internet. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Um, I think that one of the most interesting things I had, had uh, another physician tell me is that they actually had a physician do something, and you were saying, oh, there's no penis prosthesis. This person had urine on their back in an IV bag. Yes, and they had like that IV tubing IT, IV through tubing the labia. Through, through the gluteal fold up to the front and then sat down, and it was pretty tricky. Yes. Um, so so yeah, lots it's a little of, bit more tricky. Or the you know the old film things with a saran wrap over it into the vagina. Do you have yeah. that coming up? I Sorry. have that in there. <gasps> oh, yeah, you do right there. Yeah. So they would have a sharp fingernail and... We actually had a patient do this once. Although yes. my favorite, and I don't know if you have it in here, I apologize, I don't think you do, is the, we had a maxi pad that had had urine in it, and so she'd sit down and would squeeze, squeeze the maxi out. pad out somehow, thought we, she could do this sneakily, which yeah. was a little bit more obvious. I know one of the things they were having trouble with at, uh, at the county level in probation was people self-cathing and putting someone else's urine in. Yes. Tricky. So. The timing's got to be good. And then, yeah. But so then, of course, they're substituting by switcherooing, switcherooing, um, and where you know they're not witnessed, and they bring in someone else's urine, and uh, there's of course synthetic urine. You can buy that. A friend of a child's urine. So anybody that's a child. Yeah, I mean, although it's really funny when you get a pregnancy test that's positive on a dude that just left you a urine yeah. drug screen, and in, in, in a genetically born male XY chromosomes not getting pregnant, positive urine drug screen. Yeah. And of course, lemonade, soft drinks can look like that. You just put a dab of that in there. Toilet water is the kind of the, the last ditch effort. I just had a patient of mine. Oh. Or the, you know, the you got to put the blue stuff in the toilet. We had a person yeah. take it out of the back part, the tank yeah. of the toilet. So you got to make sure yeah. those are locked or tankless toilets. Yeah. Of course, I went in the room with this guy and he'd, he'd clearly put in toilet water. It was cold and... I said, why don't you put toilet water in there? He goes, oh, man, I just didn't want you to see what's in here. And so so often it's about having a conversation, and that's what urine's about. It's having a conversation. <laughs> and, you know. Instead of going for coffee, we're going to have a conversation. We're not trying urine. To, yeah, we're not trying to throw people out. We're just trying to say, hey, how are you doing? Let's, let's take a little look. All right, let's talk about ingestibles. Oh, man. So Keep- we're talking about people drinking bleach and baking soda and acidic things like OJ a lot of. Yeah, you know, you change, try, people try and change their pH, but these don't work that great. And in fact, I put a little article uh, in this talk that we're going to be giving about how a guy took a whole bunch of baking soda and then, well, he, he perfed his uh, stomach. He got all bloated up and pfft. Do you like that sound effect? I do like it, actually. Like that. It's like a butt bursting watermelon. Yeah, and he got pretty sick. <laughs> So, so yeah, we don't, you know, we don't see much of that, I don't think, but there are actually things you can drink online too, or, or they'll give you little concoctions of things you should drink, but uh, it doesn't seem like they make much difference. I think one of the most common dilution techniques is just chugging a bunch of water and, uh, you know, and this is where that whole specific gravity, creatinine, pH is all going to be important because if someone, you know, has the same all the time, then all of a sudden they have this really randomly different, you know, test. And, and this is, again, you want to look at it over time. So it's it's harder to kind of get a random spot test of this. I had a guy who was doing IV uh, heroin for a number of years, had a job where they tested him every three months. And I'll be darned, he would drink two gallons of water, 
stop using for 40 hours, and he beat it every time. There you go. But he drank a ton of water. So and then you have an article in here about that as well. Yeah, well, every, every once in a while, you know, people have done these tests where they have people drink tons of fluids, and they have shown that, especially with marijuana and cocaine, you can, you can out-drink them. There you go. Okay, so what would be the motive, though? Like, what, you know, we're, we keep talking about this, and, and you can't really see this, but it's quote-unquote the word beat because, again, like we mentioned, this isn't about catching people. And I always tell patients, like, this is not about me trying to fire you or kick you out. It's about me understanding what's going on in your life that would have led you to use something else. So if you tell me about it, then great. We don't even care. But, you know, yeah. if there's work issues, probation, relationships, Diversion, yeah. embarrassment. Yeah, often people are coming in because their spouse is making them come, and if they have a bad test, uh, they have a release that we have to talk to their spouse, and that can be a little tough. Um, and I think that one of the things we always have to remember is that, you know, there are there are a lot of questions whether or not we sh- should we be testing, and uh, we could go into this. I don't know that we want to go into it l- a lot, but I think that it's a discussion that has to be had. Is is what is the reason we're doing it? And what are we going to do with that test? And I think, right. you know, we can probably kind of end with that because I think um, we don't look at these as punitive. Uh, our concern would only be if we have somebody who's clearly not taking their medication um, and is diverting it. I mean, I think that's probably always been our been our issue. Yeah, and that, exactly. And, you know, I always tell people, if you ask them, you know, I had a patient one time, I think I probably said this in a podcast probably a hundred times by now, but... They said, I I used heroin two weeks ago. (laughs) Okay. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, they know as well as I know that urine test is going to be negative for heroin two weeks ago. And I said, okay, why are you telling me this information? Well, you told me to be honest with you, Dr. Bell. Okay, I did. So let's talk about it. And you talk about what led to that use. Okay, I was around it. Okay, what can we do the next time you're around it? Or... I was having a bad day, and then you can talk through some other healthier coping mechanisms for them. And yeah. so that's what I only use it for, except when they're potentially selling it. Yeah, and I think that one of the reasons we we continue, I think, is that there's there's clearly evidence that suggests that you know drug testing kind of assists, uh, you know, with kind of monitoring monitoring adherence and and abstinence and treatment, and 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 it's been shown to help patient outcomes. Uh, so. You know, I think we keep doing it. I think people want it to be negative. They want to show you that they're working hard. But Um, they also want to see the ones that are appropriate. I mean, some people I have had say, can I have a printout? And they want to hang it on their fridge because they're so proud of themselves and they want everybody to see that. They are proud of that. Yeah, I think so So I think it can be a positive reinforcement tool as well. Yeah, it should be. Well, we are done with the second part of urine. And you're interesting. <laughs> so. Anyway, so yeah, who knows what we're going to come at you with in a week from now. We will have to see, but Got we still ideas. have a whole list of stuff to go through. Um, as always, if you have anything you'd like us to talk about, let us know. And otherwise, we will let Alex take over. Perfect. So sturdy and so stout When the day is done when it's time for fun
Just one drink. 